I know, I know. The trauma. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> All right, so how do we start this off? Well, uh, it'd probably be good to tell the audience what the podcast is about. Um, so, I mean, I guess to preface this, we're not, we're not professionals. <laughs> if you couldn't really tell already, but, um, welcome to the first episode of Y'all Don't Listen with Ty and Julia. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just said name kills me. <laughs> and I guess we should probably go over the, um, the origin story of how that name actually came about. And we know, we know what the story is about, but the, we know the tea. Yeah, the, the audience doesn't know, but it comes with a lot of, oh man, disgust, <laughs> a lot of burden at just people who don't listen. <laughs> That's not the context of the name, though. Okay, fair point. Well, you know, we'll go over it. Welcome. Sorry, I choked on my lemon water. (laughs) At least she's bougie. At least she's bougie. Can't be choking on no tap water. That's Uh, some white refrigerator shit. Exactly. Too much white refrigerator. Oh, it makes me sad, girl. (laughs) But um, it was... uh, yeah, so I decided to go with lemon water, but I also have a shot of vodka here, which I'm very keen on taking. I just don't know when. But Me you know, waiting for the origin story. I know, right? <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna be like... <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my. For real? <laughs> okay, but let's get real here. So for a second... Um, uh, welcome to the podcast origin story of y'all don't listen. So, um, as some of you may know, our dear listeners, that uh, Ty and I go to CU Denver for the business school. Um, Ty is a uh, human resource. Ty, did I lose you? No, I'm oh. right here. I, I, I was oh just giving god. you the floor. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, fair point. Okay, okay. No, I, right now, okay, before we start off, we had such a shit storm trying to get this audio to work. Mm. Oh my god. Don't eat. Yeah, all right. This is where I down the <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> because um, before, ooh, before I started this, <laughs> I downed like three shots um, because I am nervous. But anyway, I'm getting off track. Anyway. So Ty is a human resource management uh, major while I'm a marketing major. So we go to the business school together and that's actually how we met. Cute little story for another day. Yes, yes, But um, so I had this million dollar idea, some would say billion dollar idea for rebranding the dollar store. Oh my god. You remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I yes. and I still totally stand by it. So I was going to uh, I had this cool idea of making the dollar store way more sexy than it was supposed to be or that it is right now. So, um you take in you bring in cool lights like the ones that hang from the ceiling and like focus in on one set of like items in the store and just the lighting and the just merchandising all around is going to be super cool and the advertising was going to like involve supermodels and shit like that and i was just oh my goodness i was so excited and oh ty what are you popping there (laughs) vitamin d Oh, oh man, no, we have to get these vitamins in. That's also another yeah, theme honestly. of the podcast. You know what? It we didn't even finish the story, and we didn't even <laughs> reveal what the podcast is supposed to be about. 
But I do have Listen. to finish. <laughs> We're still on no, the origin story. All right, as we should. These bitches gotta know. All right, y'all don't listen. <laughs> y'all don't listen came from the fact that I was coming downstairs to the lobby area where we used to all convene before COVID and stuff like that. And so at some point, we all sat um, at this table in the lobby of the business school. And so all of you who know where the business school is and know exactly what we're talking about, we're all sitting in like maybe it was like two or three of us with a guy yes. that at the time I didn't care for. <laughs> You remember him? <laughs> yes, he was the ski guy, the ski guy. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so I I, I can honestly probably name him because he will for sure not like listen to this podcast. But okay. um, he was giving me the wrong vibes. And Ty knows this. Ty knows mm-hmm. this. He was giving me the wrong vibes. And I'm the type of person who will just get like angry at you and not tell you that I don't like you and don't be around me. All of a sudden, I'll just have this like sudden burst of hostility. But anyway, so I was telling... Um, I was telling uh, the folk about my million dollar idea, and then <laughs> Sir Mister Ty was across the across the table on the phone, and then Mister Oh bass player snowboarder skier um, that sounds like he has a bunch of syrup in his mouth all the time um, oh decides God. to not listen to me either, and I'm trying to tell them a, an idea that you guys can totally steal. By the way. Like, I didn't even trademark this shit. And so I'm telling this idea. And then at some point, I get so frustrated. (laughs) At some point, I get so frustrated. I just burst out. Y'all don't listen. (laughs) No. Can I tell the real story? Because your story is missing. So Listen. (laughs) So around this time, it was, I believe, we were planning for our... Christmas party, Christmas or Friendsgiving around this time. I remember because it was cold. Okay. Um, and I remember because I wasn't wearing a saucy fit, and I know the days we wore a saucy fit. Oh, of course, that's, yeah. That's futile. We wear saucy fits every day. The fuck. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> no, for real. But, um, but no, it was the day that I was feeling really bummish, and I was filling out this survey for my talent. Um, no, it's for one of my HR classes that I had late at night. So while I'm doing that, I'm also multitasking, trying to figure out this recipe that I wanted to create for our party. So after like a couple minutes in, I'm hearing this story. Mind you, this is the third or fourth time I've heard this story. And so she's rambling on about this million dollar dollar store idea. And I'm like, girl, shit's a dollar. Why are we reinvested into this shit? Overheads are probably like $50 max. Probably. Um, (laughs) But anyways, so after she's telling these stories to a couple of people around our table, I'm like minding my business because mind you i've heard this story a million times for this million dollar idea and so she looks at everyone but she has these piercing eyes to me and i'm like oh shit sorry i died (laughs) and And suddenly i've seen god (laughs) i know i was like how y'all doing Uh, and then she's like y'all don't listen and i'm like what i've heard this story but it was like your eyes were directed at me long story short that's why we're here and that's why we're here because y'all don't listen so (laughs) you didn't you guys didn't hear about this it seems like ty is all about this idea but i totally forced him to do it (laughs) exactly no No, okay but on a real level that's the origin story of this uh podcast name and uh do you want to talk about a little bit what this podcast is supposed to like, what we want it to be? 
Yeah, I feel like it's not a forced podcast in any way. It's more of like a freestyle of like our everyday FaceTime calls, you know? Oh, absolutely. Where we get into the tea of our lives, but not only that, like vital aspects in our lives that need to be talked about. You know, some people may not want to dive into certain facets because they're too scared to be vulnerable or too scared to actually vocalize their thoughts that they've had during this time i'm not saying unprecedented because if a bitch says that one more time i might soccer mom them in the fucking throat anyway <laughs> <laughs> <A> whoops <laughs> but no um it's just it's honestly just a freestyle of our emotions and our day-to-day realness so here we go oh, absolutely and one thing one other thing that i want to pinpoint is that um and like this isn't self-aggrandizing in any way but like my life on social media seems like way more glamorous than it is in real life. And like, that's also part of the realness or like, that's why Mm -hmm. I want to do this podcast too. It's like, um, you see a bunch of these things on social media, especially like even like during this pandemic and like during while everybody's in quarantine and sitting at home and not necessarily doing anything. It's just um, kind of like the emphasis of stepping back a little bit and enjoying real life for what it is, because like on social media, like despite maybe my shit posting and stuff like that, but um, life is at some times like can be very uninteresting or like unappealing or like not Instagram worthy and stuff like that and so um even like the people who on Instagram like feel like like, look like they have it the most together feel like they have like the best life the coolest life and stuff like that you know um people in general even outside of Instagram who seem to like have it all together and stuff like that like at the end of the day we're all imperfect human beings like I have not met a single goddamn human being that's like near perfect or perfect at all and so um exploring the aspects of humanity that maybe aren't as sexy or as appealing is also fantastic to talk about because there's like this pressure to always like constantly be competing constantly like doing this doing that and like of course you can like hold yourself up to a higher standard but you know at the end of the day we do want to acknowledge the fact that we are human beings we share these stories of like embarrassment triumph love breakups etc etc you know um the stuff that's like not so great in life and so we wanted to explore that a little bit more something lighthearted, joke around a little bit um so this was just a way of you know cool self-expression kind of like sitting in on conversations and one thing that um ty and i actually discussed on what be really cool for this podcast is that every week or every two weeks depending on how we decide to do this podcast um every two weeks we would uh include a friend of ours or um somebody like doing something cool in their life and stuff like that and talk to them about each topic that we're going to be talking about on the podcast, which we'll always preface before we do the next podcast. So if any of you guys want to join in on the conversation on the topics that we're talking about, such as love, breakups, zodiacs, or um, like a day in the life or anything like that, uh, the topics will be like super drastic and super changing. So if there's anything that catches your eye, like feel free to DM either one of us for all of this so it'll be a lot of fun yeah i honestly just to go off of that it's just like i feel as though this is a perfect time to develop creative outlets um Mm -hmm. we're in a dark time and it's still not come to the grand finale you know what i mean so it's like it's a good time to just find who you are and you know these conversations might tap into that aspect of people and so it's it's gonna be a dope time so yeah i'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to this 
this endeavor. Oh, absolutely. And just the fact that we can like build a community around this if people are wanting to actually join in on the conversation, like the more the merrier, honestly, because I know a lot of people on Instagram who like reach out to me, I like barely know them. Or some people reach Mm -hmm. out to me, it's just like, oh, well, you're just kind of a face on a profile. I don't really know who you are. But it'd be interesting to like, have a personality to the face that I'm seeing or interacting with on like a very casual basis. And so, you know, that's the thing, like, oftentimes, we're so caught up in like our own lives that we don't see like other people's struggles or other people's stories. And it'd be interesting to see like what people have to bring to the table in terms of certain things in conversation or a certain story they want to share. Because at the end of the day, like the stories that we encounter in our lives, like make up who we are in the grand scheme of things. So um, yeah, we welcome that. Big time. Yeah. But honestly, it's time to get into the teacher. <laughs> oh, big time. Yeah. No, don't. Okay. I need to take a shot before this because if we're going to be talking about 2020, there's a lot to unpack, baby. Yes, there is a lot to unpack. You know, you know, we'll save that weeping shit. Y'all get the tea. Y'all yeah. know who we are. You know, it's, it's going to be a fun time. So let's get into it. We laugh. We cry. We sometimes do funny accents, but it's fine. <laughs> that is what we are talking about. This is what we are saying. Bring me my red bag with my with makeup. My makeup. <laughs> um, yeah, just a little shout out. Spo- shout out to our sponsor, TLC. <laughs> <laughs> I have it as <laughs> Yeah, right, for real. Okay, so, um, but uh, to reel it back in, we are going to be talking about the topic that has been on everybody's mind since the beginning of 2020 until the end of 2020, and even to this day, which is yeah. 2020. So, um, we were going to talk about things concerning about self uh work and school friends and love you know our favorite topics the creme de la creme cream of the crop the best stuff that has happened to us the worst stuff that has happened to us and who knows we might spill some tea i don't know so who knows ty i have a question for you yeah what's up so in regards to 2020 Mm-hmm. What are some of the greatest things that has happened, like that have happened to you in 2020? Because I know it's a year filled with just like a bunch of shit, and everybody kind of like remembers it as that, like the time between March and December literally went by in a span of two weeks. But mm-hmm. are there like things that stand out to you in moments that you could say, hell yeah, like that was me, or hell yeah, like this happened to me, but like I learned from it and stuff like that. And like, feel free to get deep. I'm ready to cry, but I need to do need to take this shot now. Oh my God. You take that shot. Um, For me, the greatest thing that happened was my skin got clearer and my ass got fatter. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Okay. But... In the best way possible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for real. So Ty has been hitting the gym a lot, like since quarantine started and something that I wish I could definitely do. But for some reason, for at least for myself, my uh, my health physically has been um, crazy anemic. So I've just been a sleepy girl this entire time. (laughs) So I've been like falling in and out of like narcoleptic episodes where I just be sitting like sitting on my bed and, you know, doing homework and stuff like that. And then I have my like arms folded like in that dad arm fold kind of posture and then just like my (laughs) slowly closing my eyes and drifting off to dreamland but ty's been hitting the gym and ty do you want to talk more about your uh accutane journey um honestly i think 
it's just overall um that was just to be comical but it's just more so like self uh Sorry, I was about to burp. Ooh, can't be that raunchy. Oh, whoa. Oh, <laughs> no, you could fart right in the camera. I don't care. Oh, my God. No, um, no. I think it was just about self-perseverance. Like, I feel as though it was more so a holistic approach. Like, I feel like it was a time for everyone to slow down, of course, see what was benefit uh, was a benefit or a drawback in their life, and honestly just analyze that. And then holding yourself accountable to things mm-hmm. that she didn't want to hold yourself accountable to. And the reason why I started, like, working out a ton was just basically because, like, um, during the year prior to COVID actually transpiring, like, I lost so much weight due to stress. Like, I wasn't feeling as confident in myself. Um, I lost all my muscle weight. So I was, like, I'm, like, literally in a caloric deficit on top of, like, losing muscle Mm -hmm. mass day by day. And I just wasn't feeling like myself. So with this time... I took the chance to work on me physically, but emotionally as well. Mm -hmm. But some of that turmoil came out to came out through acne as well because Mm -hmm. my face was breaking out like crazy due to stress. So I started Accutane as well, and you know now a bitch's skin is glowing. Like I'm Mm -hmm. here for it. (laughs) Oh yeah. What about you? For self, oh my god, has it been a roller coaster? I mean, Ty, here's the thing. I feel like during this entire year, I feel like we've Mm -hmm. seen each other grow for a very, through like the ups and downs and stuff like that. Like I still remember in like the beginning of the year. And if you think about it, like the beginning of 2020 was completely fucking different from what it is right now. Like, completely fucking different. We're looking at different people we surrounded ourselves with and, um, and even with school and stuff like that. And... Um, going through all of those changes has been, I, I would be lying if I said it didn't change me a lot mm. because at the end of the day, when your whole entire, um, rituals and your schedule is like being shaking up, then mm-hmm. it really throws you for a loop. And sometimes like those days hit harder than others. And sometimes those days, like, you know, it just became again, like, I'm saying this phrase as everybody does, but like becoming the new normal. But um, in terms of self physically, again, uh, there is some extreme difficulty for me um, physically to sort of like get up and, you know, um, do the same things that I did before all this, like, uh, you know, social distancing and school shutting Mm -hmm. down because every day we'd be going like, you know, we'd be showing up to school in the morning, like doing our little walks around downtown, going to bars and getting sloshed before (laughs) presentations. Oh, what? I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, having that being all shaken up and just, I'm, I would say to a certain extent, like I am very extroverted and so when all of this happened all of a sudden my extrovertedness just ceased to exist and having that being all shaken up was incredibly difficult and I remember in the beginning of 2020 we um we had FaceTime calls with like a bunch of other people uh just oh my goodness no unbelievable (laughs) no I kid you not we'd have like boda boxes filled with wine and that shit would be gone within like three two three days and pop that shit like vitamin c yeah pop that shit (laughs) like vitamin c oh we'll get to that soon (laughs) Um, for those of you who may not know or haven't had the pleasure of having a FaceTime call with me, I like to take on different personas. <laughs> hey, as you said, you know? 
<laughs> but um, new day, new bitch. That's yeah, how you gotta be in these streets. <laughs> for real, new day, new bitch. And so, um, but to get back to the point, um, there is there has definitely been ups and downs, just like anybody else. And when all of it was kind of shaken up, it did give me time to sort of like revert back to my introverted self, and kind of like it really did test my ability to keep it together, because constantly like I'm the type of person who would like to like go out and like have fun with friends and go socialize with people, like bounce off different ideas, because I thrive off of intellectual sort of like conversations with other people and really getting to know like a raw, genuine like other ass human being, and so. Um, at a time, like, I wasn't really necessarily able to do that. And to a certain extent, I'm still not able to do that. But it's about getting up every day and just, again, making the most of what you have. And I feel like this pandemic really has shaped us to think a certain way about how we went about communication and um, not necessarily for the better. I see a lot of people really freaking losing it on social media, not going to lie. <laughs> I know it's like I don't like it's like how do you help these people but at the same time it's like I don't know how to help you exactly I don't know <laughs> no and I was like scrolling through Facebook and Facebook is one of my favorite things to scroll through in terms of like to see like the litmus test for how people are doing psychologically um it's funny because like for some reason I feel like Facebook is like for sure way more open and the types of like friends you have on Facebook are for sure like way more open do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people on Facebook who, like... Dumbest shit. Yeah. Like, dumbest shit. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like and share to give me oh, one yeah. hug. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, there's this... I'm not going to name the person, but I actually screenshotted this because I thought it was so... Like, I thought it was just like, oh, my God, what a perfect fucking way to see how people are fucking doing during this pandemic and everything going on in the news right now, for the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit is... About, like, shit is popping off right now. And oh my God, um, white refrigerator. yeah, white refrigerator for <laughs> shit. And then so um, I was looking through Facebook and then all of a sudden, like this person who like regularly posted just like normal stuff, like, oh, like, here's me with my band. Here's me with like, blah, blah, blah. Here's me with my like two and a half kids. All of a sudden repost this thing with like, uh, with like, a, so it's a black background with white text. And it says, who's actually glad they met me? Like, I don't know about you, but, like, what I would never... raw XD hell is going <laughs> on here? <laughs> but see, no, exactly. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, at what low point do you have to be to be reposting shit like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, who's actually glad they met me? And luckily, they had a few reactions. But, like, why are people looking to, like, Facebook and, like, posting stuff to, like, get validation from other people? Like, are we really this disconnected as, like, human beings right now? It must be. You know? So... It's definitely more so, like, you know, our communicative efforts have had have had to be more versatile mm-hmm. um, during these times. But I'm just like, girl, you ain't got to lose yourself that much to be posting shit like that. Like, <laughs> No, exactly. And so I was just like, bitch, like, go seek help or something. Because, like, it seems as though 
these people are like losing their ability to like even like talk to people and like you know what i was actually talking about this with ashton um Mm -hmm. like the thought of like going to a club and like a bar like without masks and like without this without that like all of this like if the next day all of these things just started to like go away so no masks no social distancing not gonna lie i would be like kind of freaked out i don't think i could like carry myself the way that i used to yeah but i'm like that kind of um stimulates this sort of optimism of what's to come you know like no but just think about it had we known this was gonna transpire oh we should have went out 10 times more than we already were (laughs) oh absolutely and that was totally the sentiment when we first locked down it's like holy shit how did we not take advantage of this you know what i mean exactly it's crazy. I remember that week, like, I was working, like, over 50 hours trying to get that coin. And you guys were like, come out, come out, come out. And I was like, no, I'm so tired. And then the weekend after where I actually have energy, you got, it's like, uh, space locked down. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, I I'm st- in danger. I know, for real. And I still remember that. I was laying in bed, and then all of a sudden that, like, like alarm went out of my phone. And I'm like, all right. I totally thought I turned off my Amber Alerts, which, sorry, but yep. I just don't want to be bothered. Exactly. But and then I look and it's just like, oh, state lockdown. I'm like, fuck, okay. Sick. That was crazy. It was so sudden. Yeah, it was incredibly sudden. But um off the topic of COVID related things, well, it really touched on all aspects of our lives this year. But mm-hmm. in terms of um is there anything worthy talking about work and school? Any fucking shit going on with that honestly i think a lot of people need to understand with work in school like the bare minimum is acceptable right now i feel like last year was a year of survival Mm -hmm. there was not really a need to you know show out for yourself or others if you did kudos to you but honestly if you were just trying to survive that's more than okay because i feel like a lot of people have this mindset right now like oh my god, I wasted this year, I got nothing done, I didn't accomplish anything, like, Mm -hmm. none of my goals were met, and I, and that's, it's sad to beat yourself up that way, I mean, like, honestly, it doesn't make you less of who you are, you're still a baddie at the end of the day, and honestly, have some strength going into this year, knowing that you'll be able to bring a lot of things into fruition, now that things are becoming a new normal. Mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, people aren't cutting themselves the necessary slack exactly because on a real level yeah absolutely this has shaken up so many people shaken Mm. up so many people in ways that they probably don't even like fully fathom um but the fact that like people were able to like see the end of this year as like dark as that may sound but be able to see the end of the year luckily like maybe without like the sickness or luckily are you okay (laughs) Yeah, I just was throwing my water bottle, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeet! But, but, um, yeah, the fact that they were able to, like, go and see through this year, they need to cut themselves a lot of slack. Because a lot of people don't really have that sort of mental endurance to, like, kind of get through all of that. Yeah, honestly, I just think it's more so, like, you know, as cliche as it is, like, just count your blessings. Damn, I can't talk. I need water. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, just count your blessings and see the silver lining in all of it. 
because you know no day's promise but at the end of the day to still be a bad bitch and be able to say i got through this shit like applaud yourself you know oh absolutely and so um in regards to like work and school and stuff like that again um i feel like Maybe I'll get, like, too freaking ideological with this, but um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like, I'll say it again. Um, I feel like capitalism breeds this sort of thing um, of if you're not being productive, like, if you're not being a producer, you should at least be a consumer. Mm. Which is why I think there was also... um, Well, actually, I have no idea, but it'd be interesting to see, like, maybe the statistics of people, um, like, you know, those who are in lockdown and stuff like that, Mm. how much, like, online shopping has risen and stuff like that. (laughs) That credit card bill said, baby. (laughs) You better. Yeah, just like, baby. Get ready for that stimmy because you're about to be. (laughs) Oh, my God. Speaking of that stimmy, I still have yet to get mine. And I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, well, um uh yeah you should you know what i feel like the (laughs) stimmy is the least of um well no longer senator mitch mcconnell right i know yeah damn i know the turn drag my coochie (laughs) (laughs) the turtle has gone back in his shell god oh my god yeah but uh but on a real level, I, okay, but, like, back to the point, I feel like that's a thing. If you're not a, like, if you're not producing, you at least should be consuming. And I feel like we had this time, and I was going to write about this, and I still might, but um, we had this time to sort of reevaluate how much capitalism has pushed us. And this isn't a critique on capitalism, or at least it's, a like, a healthy critique on capitalism, but um, I feel like it has pushed us so far up to the point where I think it might be partially responsible for the sort of withdrawal that we were feeling in COVID withdrawal that we were feeling in lockdown, because if we're not being productive, then we must be useless, mm-hmm. you know? I and so agree. I think that's why people went create like stir crazy and stuff like that. Cause it's like, if I'm not producing, if I'm not doing this, if I'm not doing my vocation, literally what I was taught to be like set out for and like what I was supposed to make of myself, then like, I must be pretty goddamn useless. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's why a lot of people were like really guilty about, um, getting this sort of, you know, getting the, um, what is it called unemployment and stuff like that and that's why people were feeling guilty about staying at home that's why people were trying to get out like if you're not being productive then like what are you you know so i was looking at it through like that aspect too in regards to work and school and i know a lot of people like who actually like go to school and like you know you know the story all too well just like this whole transition into online school like we could barely pay attention like you know i was like chugging three or four shots per freaking um perfect yeah. lecture at this point you know it was it was unbelievable unbelievable the things that we were trying to churn out like last minute pretty much because all these professors mm-hmm. had like exams all these professors had like things and then all of a sudden we get an email it's just like oh by the way i kind of gave up too so go ahead and write like two sentences on what you learned this semester and then bada bing bada boom you've got your degree bro and so it's weird. It's really weird how this sort of taxed people in the long run. Mm-hmm. Dude, honestly, yeah, the mental tax for sure. But once again, if you finessed and did what you need to do, 
That's all that matters, okay? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, like, at the end of the day, cut yourself some slack where it's due. Um, Let yourself kind of be unhinged for a while, because I think everybody was just on that boat and still continues to be on that boat. Um, Mm. And all we can hope for is better days to come, really. Honestly, I agree. That was well said. You know. Um, uh, But what are you looking forward to in this upcoming year? What am I looking forward to? Yeah. Oh, I feel like shit. these sentiments have already been, like, talked about in, in some ways, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, some things, like, personally, on a personal level that I'm looking forward to is, um, you and I can share the sentiment, finally graduating college. Mm. Oh. Uh, I know. Isn't that... It's so surreal. It's so surreal. I know. Like, the fact that this is, like, right around the corner to me, like, is scary. Oh, that's what we should get into, like... That, like, what are we, like, looking forward to in this year, but also in the sense of, like, graduating? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you view that point of life? Oh, you already know how I view that point. You know what I mean? I, I, okay. (laughs) I totally, um, I totally looked at school in a way that was... I don't know. I feel like I'm still chasing school. And like, this is, I think part of me figured out that I do want to remain in academia for a very long time. And so I decided to continue on with my master's degree in fear of grad. No, and in fear of graduating, really. So this is me just running away from my problems. Honestly, say. (laughs) (laughs) So Ty and I like have this, um, we really don't necessarily want to graduate from school just because like i feel like i can speak for both of us here we're kind of scared but it's a good but it's a good scared it's a good scared because we're both like excellent students in my opinion and so um we have nothing but like great skills and awesome things to show for ourselves but at the end of the day it's just like this whole economic crash the competitiveness of just like being a business student and stuff like that um we need to find a way to like set ourselves apart and so what better way to go into grad school like right after we graduate so honestly and so that um that's something i really look forward to because graduate school is going to be super rewarding and the fact that we're going to be able to like grad like graduate with a master's before we're even like 25 24 20 Mm-hmm. is insane is insane if you think about it so yeah um it'll be super interesting to look for that and then also in addition lots of travel so oh my god the travel is where it's at oh yeah big time mm-hmm. and um one thing that i really look forward to with travel is hopefully i get to see my family back in europe for um in the summer at some point because i feel like this is would this would be my last time to sort of see him um for an extended period of time which is heartbreaking but then at the same time it's like oh moving on with my life which is really tight uh and um finally ty we have to get like a grown-up job too (laughs) okay but i know but here's the thing being a bachelor and a bachelorette i think there's a lot of perks to that that some people don't take advantage of the Mm-hmm. willingness to do whatever you want you know what i mean oh like, there's yeah. no there, you're not bounded to anything or anyone you're just kind of like going through the routine of like okay you're working but more so you're working for yourself you don't have that responsibility of like oh i need to take care of my kids i need to take care of my spouse like blah 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 
like it's kind of like a healthy selfish season oh i love i love some healthy selfishness exactly (laughs) like uh exactly and so um if anything it ushers on this feeling of just being um in the moment just by yourself and i can't necessarily say that it's funny you bring up the bachelor and bachelorette thing because Mm. again with the calamity and the wild west of love and all things relationships and infatuation lust whatever this shit like catches you off guard so it's like you can't prepare for this shit so um but that's the thing there's part of me that just like prays i don't but, but that's the thing. Like, even in the word, like, the words fall in love, it implies that you're falling. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but that's the thing. It implies that you're falling. So Willingly? <laughs> I, you never know. You know what I mean? It's usually never willingly. Because who, who in their right mind would fall in love? <laughs> we run the drag our coochies. We run the drag our coochies across the pavement, across Colfax. <laughs> And so, um, and so, I mean, it's one of those things that like totally catches you off guard. And so again, it's just, I feel like I'm walking around eggshells cause it's like, uh, hopeless romantic old soul on my part here. So mm-hmm. it's just one of those things that you're never really prepared for. And if I swear to God, if a person like ends up like in my life, just out, you know, when we go out to bars and stuff like that and it's just like oh man beautiful stranger i'm in love with you already (laughs) but i feel like a lot of people need to be um cautious about that once we reopen all of the states to a new normal Um, especially with going out i feel as though people are gonna have lustful eyes for anything they see you know because, you know, they'll, like, go out and be like, oh, my God, you're cute, you're cute, you're cute. But once they turn the lights on, it's like, ooh, baby. So it must be your logic because it ain't common sense, baby. <laughs> once it's t- once those 2 a.m. lights come on in the freaking... <laughs> it's like, and suddenly I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly, and suddenly you look like Senator Mitch McConnell. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, ouch. Ooh, ow. Ooh. <laughs> but, yeah. Do I, wait, wait, wait. Do I get a stimulus with that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, do I have to, like, do I get $2,000 to be with your fucking ugly ass? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Pay I'm like, up front. Moscow, I'm dead. Those <laughs> Moscow meals hit different now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I would kill for a Moscow meal right now. Dude, uh, a mm. Moscow mule, an intellectual conversation, like a saucy fit. Uh. Now, okay, we say intellectual conversation, but on a real level, you sent me like a picture of at some point, like just a few weeks ago, and I played uh-huh. it and it was a live picture. Uh huh. And mind you, I was talking about like cowboy soup night or something. Oh my god, okay. I, yes. it's a- <laughs> No. <laughs> I was no. talking about having this thing called Cowboy Soup Night or something. No, no mind you, I'm like drunk, so I'm not even like entertaining this conversation because I think this is like the second or third bar we hop to at this point. And I'm sitting here waiting for my friend to show up and you're talking to someone and you're like, oh my God. What? Oh my God, Ty. Here, wait. Okay. Um, well, like, uh, what? 
Oh, Ty. <laughs> Ty, you're here. You're um, your internet's kind of going funny. Hello. You're okay. I can hear you now. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <gasps> okay. Here. Wait. One. What the hell? You I know. know. My parents decided to. <laughs> Listen, I live in the middle of Egypt, so if I cut out, y'all, I'm not a broke bitch. It's I live in the far outskirts of the A, okay? Oh, I've seen um, it. Anyway. It's literally the Sahara Desert. <laughs> it's but. literally, imagine this, imagine this bougie neighborhood in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's just like, huh? <laughs> I can, no, I can attest to it. And fun fact for all you YouTube gurus, Rylan Adams used to live right next to Ty. <laughs> Right? Isn't that correct? Yes, yes. Rylan and Shane Dawson. I know. Yes, they live near me. Oh, man. Oh, we should try to help on that. I know they're, like, problematic and shit now, but, like, we're broke college kids at this point. We should maybe just sell ourselves out. (laughs) I know. We have nothing to lose. At some point, yeah. But... Um, you were talking about, uh, Leela's. I think we were at Leela's. By the way, rest in peace. Sorry, Leela's, but Leela's is out. It's not there anymore. I don't know if you knew. Okay. Yeah, so it was, yeah, Leela's rest in peace, but we were talking about that particular conversation we were having about soup, I think. Yeah, dude, you literally, like, it was out of nowhere. It went from, like, music similarities to soup and i was like girl if you're hungry just say that (laughs) oh my god but imagine just like having a restaurant with like exclusively soup or mind you everybody dresses up as like old cowboys but like i'm not talking like party city cowboys i'm talking like (laughs) real old west no cell phones like and everybody just walks in and just like eats like soup you know what i mean that'd be so sick but anyway um i diverge uh but what were we talking about? Oh my god, typical Julian Ty. <laughs> oh my god, typically, yeah, this kind of goes like this. But hey, um, that's a, that's oh, but looking about. forward to 2021, I'm gonna have a better posture because who knows, oh. my future husband may be listening to this, and <laughs> I have a better posture. I eat better, and I'm totally not taking a shot of vodka right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny but wait what is a better posture for what do you mean better posture for because i could have a, a beautiful back and oh. i would look so regal and beautiful and i have a posture belt and i don't have it on right now but i'm trying to be better about it but if future husband if you're listening to this i'm sitting better i'm eating better and i'm but i'm drinking worse <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, first of all, you're already a beautiful girl, and I don't think your posture matters, because you have a bad bitch walk, like, but it's not like your typical, like, extra, like, vogue, I'm walking down the runway walk, it's like a walk of confidence, so. Oh, you know, it's just, it comes with being who I am. Exactly, I think, I think this whole posture thing is about you slumping over in your desk for every Zoom lecture. (laughs) Oh, no, oh, big time, that's totally what it just comes from, so, um, but my posture is better now. No, I need to, like, straighten out my vertebrae. So, um, Ah. but that's because like, you know, those people who literally like the old folks who like literally walk around, like looking like the hunchback of Notre Dame, like, sorry, 
but that won't be me. Can't be exactly. me. I own a posture belt. <laughs> oh my god, so, us in our Gucci wheelchairs. Yeah, freaking rolling it up, go kart style. Us in the old folks' home. Do you remember do, ninety do. day fiance? <laughs> what? Bring me my Yeah, there's like a stripper pole just exclusively for us because we requested it. Oh, oh my Wait, god, you don't. You don't speak about what you see tonight. I'm sorry, but I've had many lovers and I've traveled all around the world. And this is true fact. I could tell you about my stories from Nice, France. Delicious time. I had a beautiful night with a magician, which many would think would be a... You think this is a fake story, but like for sure it is not. I told... Oh my God. The story lives in my head rent free. But this is, I'll save it for another, I'll save it for another podcast or travel stories or anything. But anyway, exactly. Anyway, 21's on some bullshit and I over it. (laughs) Listen, we're six days in and I'm like, child, uh, pull the lever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wrong lever crunk. (laughs) Yeah. Deploy all of the nuclear weapons. (laughs) (laughs) Senator Mitch McConnell, give me all of your lunch monies. (laughs) Dude, I swear to God, I'm at this point, I'm just so happy. Okay, can I be real? I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So, so grateful to have met you that one fateful night in ops management. (laughs) Oh my God, after hearing about. A lard. <laughs> oh yeah, mind you. Um, and for those of you know, there's there's like only one ops management professor at CU Denver, and his name is Marty. Um, really great soul guy has a heart of gold. I could tell, but like, mind you, this guy went on a whole tangent about how he used to like cook his like was it like his potatoes that he used to make like French fries. Yes, yes, it was a French fries. Yeah, he was making French fries, and he said, like, oh, I cooked them in lard. And, you know, and he'd go into this whole thing about, like, in college, he used to cook his, like, potatoes in lard, and whenever he went to go donate blood, there'd be, like, chunks of lard in his blood. And it's like, you can't make this shit up, I swear to God. I was just like, oh, my God, this guy is on one. I don't know. I was like, if you can't afford McDonald's, just say that. Yeah, right? (laughs) And, like, what was it back then? Like, he wasn't really that old, but, like, what was, like, a whole fucking, like, small fry must have been, like, fucking, like, three cents. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, dude, fast food back then was a joke. (laughs) Adjust for inflation, my dude. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, But, yeah. but honestly, it's crazy. But, honestly, looking at 2021... Like, to anyone listening, I feel as though, look at it through a lens of optimism to the fullest extent, but have, a, like, low expectations of what's to transpire. And the reason why I say that is, like, you'll never know what can happen. Mm-hmm. I just think about, I just think about, like, when we met, I was honestly minding my business, like, mm-hmm. shopping on Amazon for a card holder for the back of my phone, <laughs> not paying attention to anything or anyone or even the professor. And literally, I'm minding my business debating between these two uh, card holders. And all of a sudden, this little uh, Polish Jossy girl next to me goes, <laughs> she goes, get that one. And I'm like, why? I'm like, at first, I'm like, why are you in my business? But then I was like... I'm a trust your instinct. Long story short, we ended up here a, late, a year later. <laughs> yeah, right. Long story short, here we are a year later. Um, exactly. And here's one thing. 
And if I can get some presidential music in the background, because I feel like, <laughs> um, this, here, wait. Oh, shit. How am I going to say? <laughs> I, sorry, I've had way too many, like, shots of vodka now at this point, but I'm going to take another one. Um, at this point, I want to say to all of you beautiful, fair listeners with such grace and poise that take a leap of faith. And I think, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I after think. She, uh, <laughs> after she downs her fourth of her shot now. Yeah, right. <laughs> now uh, to the real point. <laughs> uh, but to the real point, yeah, take a leap of faith because um, mm-hmm. I have a tendency to fall into these um, cycles of like cynicism where I believe the worst in people. And anybody can say this. It's over, it's almost like a defense mechanism where I automatically go in and like mm-hmm. expect the worst in people, expect the worst of a situation. But have faith in those around you. Have faith in the human experience and all of its complexities. The good, the bad, the ugly, the gorgeous, the fucking triumphant, and the ones that really fucking get you down, you know? Because people will surprise you. Situations will surprise you. And um, I'm so happy. I think that's one takeaway from 2020 that I absolutely um, treasure more than anything. Um, It's just the fact Mm -hmm. that um, I feel like I was absolutely way more in tune with my emotions. I remember I had, Tylon, do you remember the mental breakdown of October? Oh my god, there were so many. It was both sides, though, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, which one? Yeah, right? Which one was that? Yeah, the mental breakdown of t- uh, October 2020 was um, when our good friend Bob Kois, our professor from uh, project management, um, decided mm. to just um, totally not talk about project management the entire semester. And you remember, I did the math, Ty. <laughs> Yes. Every day we're in this class. And every day I waste ninety dollars. It was ni- it was ninety dollars. I remember I was at the time I was at my brother's apartment and um I had to sit through a Zoom call for the class and at some uh and that class has already, like, I have such a bone to pick with that class because everybody's off topic all the time, including the professor, because he's starting to lose it. And um, he ended up <laughs> he ended up uh, not talking about the class yet again. And it's halfway through the semester. And at this point, my patience was fucking tested, dude. And I mean, so tested yes. to the point where I recorded myself crying for about three minutes. And maybe this is like, pseudo- <laughs> maybe this is that like- is the most narcissistic shit you can do. I know. <laughs> Record so- yourself crying. <laughs> no because like it was funny to look back on it because it was really like one of those things that was kind of like a crying spell kind of like on what i experienced on accutane where i literally just could not stop crying because this guy really fucking tested my patience because you're talking about like you're trying to um take my money teach me about project management and then at the end of the day i learned nothing about project management so this guy's talking about go-karting like this guy's talking about go-karting for mind you like half an hour and at that point i start bawling my eyes out and then as i was crying i was doing the math on how much i'm paying each class uh, for each class and i was paying 90 dollars for each of his bullshit classes and then at that point i was bawling my eyes out and decided to call ty about it 
I have never laughed so hard in my life. Like, that shit was so funny. I've just, oh my god. Oh my god, Ty. I don't, I just don't, you know, and, okay, to paint you a perfect picture, this is one of those moments where, sure, life gets you down. There's some really frustrating moments in life. There's mm-hmm. some moments where you really want to speak out, speak your truth. But then you just go ahead mm-hmm. and bite the bullet and just cry and then vent to a friend, you know? Oh, exactly. here. That's what we're talking about. I actually have a question for you. I have a question. Yeah, what's up? So, um, in terms of 2021, mm-hmm. New Year's resolution. Okay. Simple Honestly, as that, baby. I... No, no, no. I think I I don't have a New Year's resolution this year. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I think the reason being is that I feel like it's become so taboo to have these resolutions, but there's no plan of action to bring them to fruition. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's saying like, "Oh, I want to lose weight. I want to do this. I want to do X, Y, Z," and they, you know, they had that momentum in the beginning and they burn out after like a couple weeks to a month. So I kind of want things to flow in a serendipitous manner. Mm-hmm. But also just, I, I just don't care to do that because I'm like, no matter what you do in life or no matter how much you want to write your story, like life will roundhouse kick you in 2.5 seconds. Oh, so absolutely. Is just, I think just being present and just living for myself is just all I'm going to do. And whatever happens, happens. Yes, but in terms of 2020, I feel like 2020 almost prepared you for that mindset, didn't it? Because I think yes, 2020 yes. proved to us that like life is completely absurd and chaotic in a it certain is, way. Like there's so yeah, there's so many things out of our control. Sorry to interrupt, but there's so many things no, out of our control. Good. Um and so I think we did the proper mental work to be able to navigate situations like that, you know? But don't you think it also showcased how we're not in control? Oh, no. Think about it. Oh, no, absolutely, Ty. That's the whole, like, premise of, I don't know Mm -hmm. if you're super, um, super, like, familiar with the concept Damn, I just knocked a chip off my damn MacBook. (laughs) Oh, what? (laughs) I just hit it with something in a foot. Oh my god. Continue. <laughs> but, okay, so uh, save the chip, first of all. And second of all, this is the whole concept of the philosophy of absurdity, that nothing in life mm. is in control, so... Um, and yeah. everything's just kind of, like, floating and chaotic and has this sort of, um, like, undertone of, yeah, sure, like, you're in control, like, quote-unquote, you live in a free country, quote-unquote, you can do anything. But, like, there are certain mm. constraints. There are a lot of constraints, even, like, not even necessarily in, like, the political or, like, social aspect, but in terms of our own minds and what we're um, pre, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, predisposed to certain behaviors and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. setting setting lofty goals i would this is where i do have to um this is where i do have to uh disagree with you on the 2021 resolution i do have a resolution of my own okay what is that to be to be very high maintenance and extra (laughs) okay but in what facet okay and of course oh no so here there's a caveat so, um, um, oh, of course. No, 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 no. There always has to be a caveat. 
Okay. And so here's what's going on. In 2020, and arguably, some people would say in 2019, this is multifaceted. Mm. So I have a tendency to bite the bullet, you know, Mm. in terms of, and I feel like you share the same sentiment, where you tend to bite the bullet for the sake of not having that sort of confrontation with another person, correct? Mm-hmm. And um, and so I feel like a big thing for me, and this is, again, the mental work sort of carrying on for 2020, um, is setting up boundaries, um, really vocalizing, like, what I really want in the moment, because um, oftentimes I feel like there's a certain aspect of being and high maintenance is a poor use of what I'm trying to describe here, but high maintenance in a sense that asserting what you want is first and foremost, a very, very important thing because oftentimes I found that, and this happened in like previous relationships and like previous like flings and stuff like that is that I bit the bullet for the sake of like peace, for the sake of Mm -hmm. just not having, um, just not having the sort of, how would you call it? Just not having that sort of like confidence in myself to bring forth like what I feel. Cause I feel like that has just been like, I don't know, like bogged down just by self doubt, et cetera, et cetera. So bringing forth like a new wave of confidence, bringing forth a new wave of self, uh, self, um, I don't know, uh, Like, again, making yourself known, making yourself like Mm -hmm. being vocal about what you want and what you don't want. This is like the really big, like, Mm -hmm. this is the biggest thing. Okay. Okay. I think I love that. But okay. So just adding a higher tax to who you are, Mm -hmm. essentially. Okay. I love that. Yeah. In some ways, like establishing your worth but like even like the passive Mm. things like oh like hey babe like where do you want to go out to eat you know my usual response would be like oh i don't know i guess i'd like you know like i don't care i don't care but like even small shit like that like even the smallest stuff like that establishes a sort of rapport with another person you know because like i don't know if you've ever been in the situation where like you and your friends are making plans and stuff like that. And the other person would be like, oh, hey, what do you want to do? And she's like, oh, I don't know, whatever. And then the other person's like, oh, I don't know, whatever. And you get nowhere. Mm-hmm. Why not just, like, spare yourself the fucking trouble of going through all of that and everything like that. And just like, oh, I'm in the mood for, like, Chick-fil-A, which I would never be. I'm in the mood for... I'm dead. <laughs> no tea, no shade, but sorry. I just, like, never really... Like, like I don't necessarily like going out for fast food. Uh, spoiler alert, but yeah. Um, it was, it, you know, just, like, make it vocal. Make it there, you know? Because, like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had a problem with another person speaking, like, what they're feeling, you know what I mean? And I feel like we're constantly yeah. in our heads about what the other person's going to think if we vocalize our opinions, you know? That's true, that's true. I can attest to that but that's just my tea that's my tea i'm spilling it no i love that i just i'm really looking for i honestly because i honestly think we're in the second phase of survival with this whole pandemic Mm -hmm. so i don't think anything is set in stone up until like there's a more there's more freedom to do things you know what i'm saying because we're still in this sort of confinement mentally and physically being at home oh yeah trying to 
find ourselves, but it's like we're just stuck in this four by four of our rooms. Just like what what is going on in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so I just I I have New Year's resolutions. It's just that I don't care to contribute to them to their full extent until there's more freedom allowed for us to roam around oh absolutely no that is true and i like how you bring that point up how we're not really necessarily fully in our element yet Mm -hmm. because our goals and aspirations etc might be completely different once we're out of this exactly Mm -hmm. that's the same thing it's like the same thing with dating just the freaking dating pool is so (laughs) no no the dating pool is so much smaller so like i always like second guess myself like oh do i really like this Mm -hmm. person or am i just in quarantine (laughs) you know and that's the thing i'm just like are we really just contributing to lustful eyes at this point because i think that's what how it's going to be once we are done with quarantine it's just a matter of Anything looks good on the menu for instant gratification. You know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, shit. Do you think we're headed for some trouble? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We just have to be cautious of that. Because I feel like everyone's going to try to fill a void that's been suppressed for over a year now. Yeah. Close to a year. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you and I aren't like the dating app type. So it's oh, funny no. because I feel like this would like double the... <laughs> double the sort of danger zone if that makes sense the one that you're describing here right now the fact that we're just like going in blindly pretty much you know like the first set of like person like the first person that we see it's just like oh damn you look yummy as fuck like you know let me take you out for a hot dog and some wine or something like that Mm -hmm. and so it's just it's one of those things that it be it's gonna be interesting to see unfold in 2021 um Honest, but, yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, people are just like, oh, start your engines. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. And that's a, it's funny because there's like a, I've noticed like a huge baby boom too. I feel like everybody's like just oh stuck at God, home, yeah. especially the couple. So now they're just like fucking and just like, <laughs> and now they're just fucking and oh my God. having babies left and that. right. Yeah. It's, oh my god that and marriage i'm like everybody i know is like getting married i'm like bitch what the fuck did i get the forget did i not get the memo no for real and it's just oh my god and it's just like oh yeah because that'll totally save your fucking marriage <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god no that's the thing it's just uh you know i feel like i don't want to blame social media for everything but I kind of do. It's like this sort of like instant gratification. And we are a culture based on exactly. instant gratification big time. Ty, and I know, I know you know that I know that you know that this is very much like instant gratification. No, I think we are in a culture um, that is so hyper materialistic, um, hyper appealing to like. We're all trying to appeal to the masses, but we're all trying to put on a facade that's not relevant mm-hmm. in any aspect of life. Like, you have to have this certain image to be, to have the credentials to be in this sort of um, mob, like social media mob mm-hmm. that paints you out to be that bitch. And it's just like, no, that comes from within, you know? Oh, absolutely. And like, here's another thing in terms of just like the gratification and everything like that. It's just, again, mm. this 
pandemic really tested everybody's ability to keep it together because how long can a person do nothing and be okay with it? You know what I mean? Exactly. If you're not doing anything major, if you're not like doing something with your job, if you're not doing anything with your life, family, relationship, etc., etc., you're Mm -hmm. you feel like this pressure to like move and move on forward, move on doing the next thing, doing the next thing. So I wouldn't be surprised if the divorce rate went up like crazy after this. Or like the residualness from it all. And so, um, you know, it's it's interesting in regards to like human psychology and stuff like that, like what this really like turned out to be. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at, like thinking about things. But hey, you know, before. Yeah. Before we hold on one second. Yeah. So. Gunkle duties. <laughs> Gunkle duties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, to continue this conversation, where, I have a question for you. How do you feel as though you've excelled um, in who you are today from a year ago? I feel like, you know what, that is such a good question. Ty, you are so full of good questions. <laughs> you know, that's what we are saying. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This is the, ra- <laughs> the ragged uh, Russian coming out. But here's the thing. Um, I feel like I excelled in a lot of aspects, but I have a tendency to not give myself credit where it's due. And I mean that fully. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, to a certain extent, feel like there is a certain aspect or like degree of imposter syndrome that I do experience. Ooh. Yeah. And maybe this yes. is getting like way too deep and stuff like that. But I, um, I notice this pattern of just like me not giving myself credit where it's due. Um, and so, but I've been working, I've been consciously working towards that. And on top of that, I feel like I have a, I have a better aspect of who I am as a person. Um, also, um, my ability to like get things done has dramatically increased as well. This year, I got mm. a, a 4.0 GPA. You know what I'm saying? That's what we are saying. This is what we are talking about. But um, hey, Oh my God, congratulations. That's incredible, especially uh, during these times. No, exactly. And so like, again, giving credit where it's due. And on top of that, um, I feel like I have a clearer head in terms of like being comfortable with myself because I feel like a lot of the things that I was getting myself into before this whole COVID shutdown, et cetera, was just like me in Mm. some ways, like running away from my problems. And like right now, Mm. you know, I used to be like, again, 2021 for me is going to be kind of like hoping to like sort of like death to the ego. Yes. Because like there were times where, you know, I'd be playing these games on like over text, over like the phone and stuff like that. Like, oh, they didn't reply to me for four hours. So like, I won't reply to them for four hours or like, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just like, now I'll double text you within two minutes. I don't care. And depending on how you receive that, no, 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 no. And like, maybe this is childish and shit like that, but like, depending on how you receive that, but like, this is just me. Like this is unadultered. Julia, raw, Julia, little dip, me, you know what I mean? And so at some point, just like, I think now I'm more comfortable with being more unapologetically myself, which is awesome to see. And I feel so liberated and I absolutely like, absolutely love what this has done. But how about yourself? How about yourself? I'm glad you brought that up because everything you said was very on brand for the both of us in a lot of ways. 
Um, I feel I'm I'm proud of where we both come because you know it's crazy in a year and a half that we've been friends. It's it's crazy how much we've grown together. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, big time, big time. I just I I just remember us last year and all the troubles and the, all the mm-hmm. trials and tribulations we went through, mm-hmm. and how we've we've grown from that and how much progress we've seen from each other. Um, moving into this year, I think it's just continuing that Mm -hmm. pattern in the most positive way uh because there's a lot to look forward to right now especially Mm -hmm. with graduation coming up and then also emerging into adulthood and honestly we're entering a season in our life where um we're planted not stuck and that's Mm -hmm. sort of metaphorical that we're merging into adulthood and we're not living this lifestyle as students anymore and that's just being our label like Mm -hmm. we're officially adults and we're coming to who we actually are and it's crazy to see how that will pan out this year you know because you know yeah your your life can change in about six months you Mm -hmm. know and it's crazy oh absolutely and we we can even talk about like you know just changing within like a few weeks or days and stuff like that like it literally just takes a single fucking moment it literally takes a single fucking moment honestly Mm -hmm. and it just like turns a switch flips a switch and um, I would say, though, um, in terms of you've always been really good at this and that you've kind of inspired me to do this a little bit more. And like you've inspired me to work on this aspect of myself. And you always call me out on the shit like you always do um, mm-hmm. when I try to run from my emotions, because I tend oh, to like really yes. disassociate from my emotions, like towards other mm-hmm. people, towards myself and like always like put on this face and like to a certain extent, I believe that was. I think that's um, that's almost like a survival mechanism, just like growing up and stuff like that. But one thing that I would want to say in terms of self, like apart from work, apart from school, apart from like literally everything in my life, but just like really down to my like true core self, like being more in tune with my emotions. And that's something like, again, like going back to what I said before, just having that sort of um, like... Uh, having that sort of like rawness with my emotions like I feel upset or like I definitely Mm -hmm. like feel this way for a certain person and I'm not going to try to like hide from it because of ego because of this because of that so I I have to thank you Ty like big big real facts right here oh I, I I appreciate that and I thank you honestly I think this friendship you know I kind of it kind of goes back to the origin of this all it's Mm -hmm. just that it was so it was so authentic you know Mm -hmm. and i feel like it helps me i know how you're saying like you're scared to face your emotions right Mm -hmm. well i think trust trusting in yourself is the first step but also trusting in others is the following step Mm -hmm. um with this friendship it was sort of like that where it's like it was so new and fresh and was we were able to trust one another oh yeah and all of a sudden this beautiful friendship came to fruition and it's crazy how those around us see that Mm -hmm. no Um, absolutely one of of our um one of our uh associates at school or acquaintances i'll say um he he tells me all the time he's like you guys like when you guys are around each other it's just like no one understands it because you guys are in your own world, but we see it. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, they just they just they vibe with one another. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, that's just that Leo Libra <laughs> energy, baby. <laughs> it's just like, oh, by the way, next week episode's all about zodiacs. 
<laughs> no, but on a real level, um, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, absolutely. It's one of those things um, where, again, like I cannot stress this enough. Like, take a leap of faith. Like, oh, see a, um, you know, mm-hmm. like see a, you know, a person that you just want to like engage with. Go ahead and do it. The worst thing that could say, like yes. they could say, is say no. Literally, live. Like, Mm. grab life by the fucking horns, and there's nothing better than that. Better than that. And it's led me to one of, like, like, one of my, like, the best of, I don't know, like, the best relationships that I've had, like, so far, just literally taking that leap of faith Mm -hmm. and talking to somebody. So if there's anything I can take away, it's just don't be afraid of life as scary and as, like, crazy as it gets and, like, fear of rejection, fear of whatever. Honestly... Take that rejection badge and just fucking slap it on your fucking little chest <laughs> and you're chilling. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think that's very sound advice because I feel like people aren't scared of, you know, I have this affirmation that you're not, um, you can't control your past. You can control your future, which ultimately shapes your present. Mm-hmm. Um which ultimately shapes your future. Sorry about that. But I think the underlying message about it is that we're not scared of change. We're scared of old pain. Mm-hmm. And I feel like going oh, yes. into the new year, I was like, we have to omit that fear in order to live the way we're supposed to live. Absolutely. No, and that was beautifully, that was beautifully said. And I would say, yeah, I think that would probably be the biggest takeaway, I guess, from our end on mm-hmm. 2021. Um, mm-hmm. So... I, I mean, you can talk about things like friendship, love, work, and school, but at the end of the day, like, you have to reevaluate just kind of, like, where you stand, where you look at things, where, um, how you're doing, because I yeah. think that's where all the change starts from, and without, exactly, exactly. so without having that sort of introspection that I feel like all of us, if not most of us, have... Mm experience during this time and i think that's a beautiful beautiful way to look at things especially when you like not even like during 2020 but like it during any times of hardship like take the people who make you feel the best who make you feel like the best version of yourself the most raw candid um most real version of yourself and surround yourself with those people because those people will take you for who you are and i feel like that is yeah in some ways i feel like that's worth its weight in gold yeah and that's and that's the motherfucking tea okay. and and i mean y'all don't listen but y'all can listen this time <laughs> exactly no i'm looking uh, you know anyone who's listening stay with us you know this first episode is just you know we're just getting our groove on but you know there's more to come like oh yeah you have no idea what you're getting into absolutely <laughs> absolutely and so um in regards to Yeah, so this is pretty much just going to be the conclusion of the episode. Um, So uh, as we wrap things up, we do want to, if you stayed this far along, um, we do want to um, announce that, as I said before in the beginning of this podcast, that we will be, we are encouraging people to come in and talk about their experiences with a particular topic so um Mm -hmm. next week's topic we're going to be talking about 
Um, we're going to be talking about just story time, like some of the craziest stories that we've experienced over our lives, like formative moments, things that we'll never forget that really changed the course of our lives or just in general, like really funny stories, really wacky stories, or really, I mean, we could even have it be, you know, it doesn't even have to be like lighthearted. If you really want to talk about something raw, deep, something that really changed you. Um, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, so send either one of us a DM or anything like that. And we'd be more than happy to have you on. And so next week, if you want to participate in this podcast and, um, myself or Ty will actually just, uh, share you a link and it'll take us straight to this website, clean feed that we're using. Um, not sponsored, but, <laughs> but, um, we'll take you to I this one. I don't own the rights to this music. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but this is completely communist and I can't even have sponsorship. <laughs> but, um, yeah, join in on the conversation. We'd love to have you. We'd love to get your perspective on things. And, uh, yeah, uh, I guess, yeah, how Ty said, just be patient. Um, this is kind of, yeah, this is very much our first podcast. We're not experts, not experts at all. Um, exactly. So, uh, yeah, um, hang in there. And, uh, if any of you listeners, dear listeners would like to join in on the conversation, please, by all means, send us a DM. And if you want to share a wacky, crazy story, um, one that you want to get off your chest, one that you really want to like, you know, um, I, I mean, you can also be anonymous if you really want to. We could also do that if you don't really want to, like, expose yourself or anything like that. But we'll be sharing some wacky stories. Um, any topic is fine. Just anything that you really want to talk about, we will for sure do that. And we'd love to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Give him that first 48 voiceover. <laughs> yeah, right. For real. It's just like, um, go. <laughs> <laughs> I was there at 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it, it was it was uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, and the ghost <laughs> called me, and they started playing the ukulele. And, oh boy, was Bring I... Bring me my red bag. <laughs> Bring me my red bag. Yeah, um... <laughs> Uh, and you know what? You can even talk about paranormal stories. But anyway, that's... Um... Ah, child. Where the holy water at? <laughs> <laughs> Literally just bathe in it. Be like, oh, I know. the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> <laughs> the demon's like, I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. It's just like, be gone, evil spirits, be gone. <laughs> but um, yeah, anybody, uh, send us a DM. We'd love to have you. Yes, yes, I look forward to this venture. It's going to be fun, guys. Just stick with this. Yeah, it's kind of a long one, but we're just kind of off on tangents, crazy, a many. Hey, we're just bullshitting like 2020, that's it. Exactly. (laughs) If anything, this is totally just on brand. So next week, next week, story time. Tell us your stories and we'll tell ours, one of our craziest ones. Mm. And um, we can go into any topic that it may be. So uh, yeah, thanks for tuning into this first episode of Y'all Don't Listen. A premium podcast by Y'all Don't Ty. Listen. <laughs> yeah, Y'all Don't Listen by Ty and Julia. Bye. Bye. <laughs>